Hi, I'm Joe Chura and welcome to 630 Naperville. Thanks for joining me. We have a lot to cover, so let's get right to it. On this program, we'll discover what kicks the kids that will be wearing this fall and highlight some great local athletes. Now I have the pleasure of welcoming Laura Kohler, clinical psychologist with Linden Oaks Behavioral Health. Thank you so much for joining us today to talk to us. Thank you for, so much for having me. So I have a, a hot topic. Unfortunately, I have to ask this, school shootings. Mm -hmm. There's been an increase in school shootings. The latest one obviously is very frightening for our children, very frightening for us as parents. Yes. How do we begin to talk to our children about things like this? I would say to have open conversations, you're probably gonna have to have multiple ones. Um, allow the child to lead the conversation and allow them to ask those questions. Because I think as adults, sometimes we can provide too much information and possibly even information that they're not, the kid's not interested in. And so, um, also having a talk about what's happening at your school for safety precautions. So you might have to talk to your school about that if you're not 100% sure of what all of it is. And so, for example, at my son's school, all the doors are locked. You have to buzz to get in. They have to verify who you are. Then they'll buzz you into the next set of doors to actually get into the building. Uh, as well as just all the staff trainings they do, the drills that they do, um, all the like education that they're getting, you know, on teacher institute days when the kids are off, the staff isn't because they're all getting trained for these kind of things. So really finding out what that could be, um, as well as limiting the amount of time that they're seeing the violent images, whether it's on the news or whether it's in social media, um, because I think that can increase that anxiety level as well. I think it's important for them to know the facts and the information, but then I think we can overdo it sometimes as a society. That makes, that makes sense. I think those are great tips. When I think about anxiety, I can't help but think of so many other things that our students are going through, mm -hmm. whether it be cyberbullying, whether it, it be you're just starting a new grade or maybe you're going from grade school to high school. Mm -hmm. um, this fear of, of school shootings and, and violence. What are some warning signs for a parent to look at with regards to their children? Mm -hmm. I think the overarching sort of umbrella that we're looking for is a significant shift in the way that they're functioning on a day-to-day -day basis. So we're gonna be looking out for if their sleep routine has changed, if their eating habits have changed, if they're talking about any sort of intense physical sensations like headaches, stomach aches, um, chest tightness, um, looking for if they're isolating more, not spending as much time with family and friends, especially if they're a kid that's very social and active, um, not doing hobbies. So sort of looking for big shifts like that, um, perhaps not being on the computer as much or or having a mood shift, being more anxious or irritable once getting off the computer would all be some pretty good signs. It makes sense. And I know routines are very important for mm -hmm. children. 
how do we balance that and create routines for kids that are just constantly on the go, whether it be sports mm -hmm. or social media or what have you? Yes. I think a big piece of it could be just creating a culture of routine and schedule for the whole family. Because I don't think just kids should have them. We all should have them. It's very important for us to be regulated. Um, just as important as it is for our kids, it is for us too. So if we're starting our sleep routine, they can start their sleep routine. And so it's a way to help us keep our anxiety and stress lower kind of consistently all the time. That makes sense. So what are other signs that a teenager is just anxious uh, ab about school in general? I would say that you would be looking for, they're leaving class a lot, they're down in the student services, down in the nurse's office, maybe asking to stay home. Again, having those physical sensations like stomach aches a lot, um, maybe texting their parents all day long unable to do their homework or trying to constantly put it off when they didn't before, um, having trouble concentrating or focusing at school. They talk about when they get home, they don't remember anything. Maybe dropping out of school clubs or sports that they've always loved. So, so when again, that sort of day-to-day -day functioning shifts, but maybe the theme is more related to school, it might be a little bit more specific then. What are some things that parents can do to help their children cope with peer pressure at any age? I would say one of the things that can be really helpful that we do is role plays. I think a lot of the times we're not assertive because we're not even sure how to be. What would I say? Um, and so being able to do a role play where you act like somebody else could be helpful. Um, always making sure that we have some sort of tools or techniques ready to go for the kids. Um, so that if anxiety shows up, so maybe like a breathing exercises or like a distraction technique, like a word search or exercise, just the kid to know, here's a few things that I can do if I'm feeling very anxious. Um, but other things for uh, peer, I think is also making sure as best as you can that the, your kid knows what is important to them. How do they want to show up? when it comes to being a student, when it comes to being a friend, when it comes to being a family member. Because that's the reason actually that we're making different choices hopefully is because it's not aligning in the person I want to be because that is what a lot of times we see then self-worth starts to decrease because now I'm acting in this way that's not truly me. But they sort of need to know that stuff up front first so then when they get into these situations, they'll also be able to explain it to their friends of this is why I'm not gonna do this. This has been so insightful. I, I, I could keep going on this. <laughs> this topic all day and, and it's, it's been a lovely conversation, but uh, thank you so much for being here today. Thank Laura. you very much. As the niece of a podiatrist, I know that when it comes to footwear, it's not all about styles and trends. That's part of it. But also, are you wearing the right size shoe? Are you wearing a quality shoe? So we're here at Gotskin Shoes and Clothes in downtown Naperville to talk to David about styles and trends and quality footwear, especially in these back to school months. Let's go talk to David. Okay. 
Okay, David, so we're talking back to school, styles and trends. What do we have here at Gotskins? Well, hello to everybody, I'm David Gotskin. Uh, let's first talk about parochial. Parochial, not exciting, but it's what parochial wants, and they want the basic kind of shoes, which we carry a lot of. These are typical of some of the shoes that the kids want at parochial school. Your public school kids, most of them go back to school in gym shoes. So this is sort of a variety of the type of things that we'll have. Um, These are sparkly. Do you yeah. have them in adult sizes? I would love that. <laughs> a couple things to remember this. One, with the shipping problems in the last two years, you want to get in reasonably early. We usually start getting busy about the last week of July, and then it just goes straight through school opening. And uh, there's just a better chance of getting what you want, what you need, if you get in a little earlier. Uh, another thing to think about when you're coming in at that time would be boots, for instance. A lot of people get everything early and this way they're, they're done. Um, brands are Sperry, Merrill. What we do a tremendous job on in the gym shoes are the Skahoshi. They just wear super. Uh, a lot of people like Velcro as the kids get older. Some of them just don't learn how to tie too early. <laughs> so uh, we carry these all the way up to size six for boys, which is pretty big size, girls up to about a four. Um, and we carry a lot of styles. We carry Skechers, Skahoshi, Saucony. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is, this is my favorite shoes, I think. These are little waterproof uh, ankle boots oh. that not only for little kids, but go up for the early school kids, but they weigh nothing and they are completely waterproof. So those are just terrific. So aside from styles and trends, I know that as the niece of a podiatrist, getting the right size shoe is important. Coming here, like somebody asked me, how much room do you leave and so forth and so on. Basically when people come to us, it's because they've heard that we do a good job. So they come in confident that we're gonna fit them properly. Uh, Time-wise, for your school-age kid, you can probably get six months or a little better on the older kids. So you're going to get quite far into the season. The younger kids, it's a different story. You know, uh, from babies on up, it'll differ from three months to five months, that type of thing. We also have clothing for the kids. This is my niece's favorite store. We spend so much money every time. She's probably like your number one shopper here. She well, loves the dresses. She was very happy. I <laughs> for remember her birthday. That. She had some great birthday She has a good, good aunt. So we have styles. We have sizes. I love that you guys actually use um, the foot sizer too to make sure that you're getting into the right size. Is there anything else that we missed about Gotskins? Well, something to remember for uh, people get locked into a number, a size. It's a two, it's a 11. It's, you have to get that out of your mind because different shoes run differently. Mm -hmm. For instance, in Skahoshi, these are two different types and they'll fit a half a size different and they'll fit differently in the width. So, you know, you just, you don't want, again, it's a trust factor. Mm -hmm. And if something doesn't work out, we're here. Right. They can come back to us and we take care of it. And you guys have been here for a long time. We've been here 38 years. So we're getting all the people your age and older who got shoes when they were kids and now they're bringing their kids in. I and that's it. almost a daily occurrence, which is really fun. And actually, Gotskins has been in business since 1934. Wow. And the truth of the matter is there's almost in the western suburbs, 
were basically the only kid shoe store of this mm -hmm. type, you know. Uh, so we get a lot of people with whose kids wear devices on their feet for problems they have. We we work very well with autistic kids. I mean, they it's a big enough store where they can move around. Mm -hmm. We have them run in their shoes. They yeah. love that, you know, yeah. they wait for that. So it's I always wanted a store that was this size. I've had other stores. And I always wanted a store that was big enough where the kids could really move around. You know, if they're in a a mall or something, and a, you know, it's either a little store, store or it's a department store where they got to sit in their seats all the time. So this is fun for them. Well, here's to another 38 years here at Gotskins and David, and I know your lovely Gail over there. Thank you so much for having us, and we enjoyed getting to know you. Well, thank you so much. It was fun. Thanks for helping us start up the school year on the right foot. Stay with us as we're coming back with more 630 Naperville right after the break. We were there when your kid discovered poison ivy. Now remember, leaves of three. Let it be. We were there for that, and we're here for everything else. Here, it's personal, because we get to know you. Come explore downtown Naperville this spring with over 100 shops, from national favorites to one-of-a-kind boutiques. It's the premier shopping destination in the western suburbs. Enjoy over 50 restaurants for carryout, delivery, and safe dining or relax at one of our many spas. For a night away, don't forget about Hotel Indigo, located right on the Riverwalk. Come shop, dine, stay, and explore downtown Naperville. So growing up, I played in Naperville Little League, uh, so it was kind of a natural evolution once my son was old enough to play. Uh, I, I had some great memories in the past and wanted him to have the same enjoyment I had. I love watching these kids grow up and their baseball skills improve. Uh, a lot of these kids I, I coached when, I, when they were seven and now I'm seeing some of them play in high school and getting to see my neighbors do the same thing, see those kids get better and just love the game more. I was the smallest kid when I was 8, 10, 12 years old. I was never a captain. I was never an all-star. I was never all-state. Had to walk on in college seven years in the major leagues. So it's all about how do you practice? How do you set up these goals? You know what? You're going to have some ups and downs in the seasons. You're going to make a lot more outs than hits. You're going to probably lose a couple games. But if we can continue to practice and work together and we can pick each other up, um, every team has one or two players that are really good. It takes that 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 player to just develop a little bit to have that one or two hits over the course of the year to get a victory that you might not have gotten. I think getting to watch the special plays the kids make. You'll see some plays that you don't think these young men can do, but they can. And uh, for me to see those things happen, that's the most rewarding. Just trying to get the message out that baseball is this great outdoor sport. It's not done on a computer, it's not done on the TV at home. Get out there with your friends, your brothers, sisters, moms and dads, and we like to be that arm of the White Sox that's helping teach the, just the proper fundamentals, so even just playing a game of catch just becomes more enjoyable.
it's a great community event. Uh, you've seen out here that the fans come out. Normal game, you might have moms and dads. Here you got teammates coming out, uh, neighbors, grandpa, grandma, everybody comes out to root on the kids in these championship games. After the break, NCTV 17's executive director, Liz Spencer, asks our July Naperville notable some fun questions. Don't go anywhere, we're coming right back. Come explore downtown Naperville this spring with over a hundred shops, from national favorites to one-of-a-kind boutiques. It's the premier shopping destination in the western suburbs. Enjoy over 50 restaurants for carryout, delivery, and safe dining or relax at one of our many spas. For a night away, don't forget about Hotel Indigo, located right on the Riverwalk. Come shop, dine, stay, and explore downtown Naperville. It's only Q4, Susan. We were there when your fourth cold brew felt like a heart attack. <laughs> oh, no. Cold brew has a lot of caffeine in it. We were there for that. Fair. And we're here for everything else. Here it's personal, because we get to know you. Thank you for joining us on 630 Naperville. If you have kids or even know a few, you're likely familiar with the safe and stylish parenting gear my guest today creates and curates. I'm joined by Kelly Meyer Douglas, the CEO of Itsy Ritzy. Welcome, Thanks. Kelly. Thank you, Liz. So excited to be here. Well, and I don't even think you have to be a kid to have some of your stuff. It's so impressive. I, I, I have a few pieces myself. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Because it just fits into my gym bag and everything else. So, so glad. Well. So the, the idea behind this show is to get to know you, but with a few, you know, stylish questions. Okay. So Kelly, I usually like to ask people, you know, what one book are they reading now? Instead, you kind of changed me up already and said, you know, how about my favorite podcast? So what is it? Yes, my favorite podcast is um, How I Built This by Guy Raz. And what I love about that is it showcases entrepreneurs once they've made it. Mm -hmm. So we've been in the trenches struggling, and I've really found this podcast super helpful to see what are the tips and tricks that other entrepreneurs went through. Is there anything I can use to implement into our business? So I found that to be a really positive and encouraging podcast. So if any of you are entrepreneurs or aspiring to be aspiring to be entrepreneurs, I, I think you should check it out. Uh, not for profits too, so I'm going to check yes. it out. Yes, absolutely. So uh, another popular question I like to ask is, what are your three top accomplishments so far? Okay. Say so far, because you've got a lot of time to so go. So far. So far. I think this is probably would be the same answer that a lot of your guests have, but I have to start with my family. Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of my marriage to my husband, Brian, and our three children, and just what we're building together as a family. I'd say that's my, my biggest accomplishment in life. And two? Yeah, number two. Okay. Um, building a business as an entrepreneur can be really pretty lonely. Mm -hmm. We started the business over 14 years ago. I really feel like I've got such a great core group of girlfriends mm -hmm. that are so supportive. We all are each other's biggest cheerleaders and we want nothing for, but the best. So I think that's really hard to find and I'm so proud mm -hmm. of my group. And number three? Number three, probably my business and yeah. the success that I've had. Yes. Um, always trying new things and going for things. Grew up here in Naperville, then went to school at Vanderbilt in Nashville, and then went straight to New York City because I felt like if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. So had a career in New York City, and then my husband and I took a big leap and went into our own for business, and I'm really proud of our perseverance. It's not been easy, and we're just in a really good spot right now, and I'm really proud of that. I'd say that's my, my biggest accomplishment in life. That's wonderful. And so, and then the third question you kind of helped me out with was telling me what it was like to be um, a CEO and what you've accomplished most with. Um, I think what I love about being a CEO now, especially being here in Naperville, is mm -hmm. just how we can 
involve the community. We have an awesome warehouse sale where we get to meet the moms and dads using our products. So check us out in August. Okay. And also just helping young entrepreneurs get involved in it at an early age. So we have interns this summer from Naperville North, Naperville Central, Wash U, Wisconsin, just all these Naperville tie-ins that we're able mm -hmm. to help them at a young age learn what it's like to work in a startup and as a young entrepreneur. So speaking of young and ambitious in, in, in high schoolers, what might you tell a younger Kelly, say 14? 14, okay, what 14 was a pretty awkward time for me, big mm -hmm. hair, very awkward and teeny. Um, I think that I would say to be more confident in earlier age. I think at that age is so awkward is so and you're worried about what everyone else is thinking and focus on what they want out of you. And I would really wish that I could have an confidence earlier on to just trust what you want to do for yourself. And I think that even if other people have different expectations for you, if you follow what you want and you can bring your own sense of self to that, I think you're going to succeed. That's awesome. Well, I think we should follow that advice right now. Okay. For you can do it and I can do it because we all need to keep our confidence up throughout our lives. 100%. 100%. 100%. Kelly, thanks so much for joining me and sharing a little bit about you. We wish you so much uh, success over at Itsy Ritzy. Thank you for your support, Liz, and this has been so much fun. Next up, producer Kevin Maycheck is back with another Naperville gem. This one focuses on the incredible local support for our brothers and sisters in arms. It is often said that freedom isn't free. To live in a free society, it takes the sacrifice of so many individuals who willingly join the military and the families who back them. A true gem in our community is the show of support for our military heroes, both active members and veterans. Like many cities, we have our Memorial Day Parade and our Veterans Day ceremonies but Naperville always rises above and beyond. In our schools, students salute those in the armed forces. The Rotary Club of Naperville wraps local veterans with love and honor with their quilts of valor. And Naperville Response for Veterans works to have the homes of veterans repaired and improved to meet their specific needs. Then there are individuals who step up, like Bernard Coffey, who walked 22 miles from Naperville to the Heinz Veteran Affairs Hospital. Several places in town pay tribute to our local military legacies, including Veterans Park and the Commander Dan Shanauer Memorial, whose namesake was killed in the September 11th attack on the Pentagon. And this year, the city started its Naperville Salutes banner program, hanging 150 banners from city light posts, each one recognizing a different veteran or active military member nominated by someone in the community. With respect and gratitude, we thank the men and women in uniform. Gems in their own right, who shine and sacrifice so that we may continue to live with liberty and justice for all. As we celebrate our nation's independence this month, I would like to say my own heartfelt thank you to all of our military heroes who have sacrificed so much for our freedom. That's gonna do it for us on this edition of 630 Naperville. Remember, if you think you can do more, you can. I'm Joe Chura, and I'll see you next time.